Welcome back to season two of the Brown Woman Health Podcast. My name is Amik, and today we're going to be having a discussion on mental health in Bollywood with Tanya, who is the founder of Championing Youth Minds. So welcome to our show, Tanya, and if you want to just introduce yourself. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Um, I am the founder of Championing Youth Minds, and this is a youth-led non-profit organization to um, provide free resources, workshops, and mental health support for young people. Could you just tell us a little bit about yourself, um, maybe even what led to the creation of Championing Youth Minds? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've, I have long-term health conditions, so I've also been struggling with my mental health as well. And it's been, I'd say, like five, six years. And I just kind of got to a point where I was like, you know, there's so much going wrong in our generation and there's so much lacking in our education like someone needs to do something about it and I think you know what's better than having young people kind of leading that change um so yeah it was kind of like a random idea but I'm really glad like I started it the response has been really great and yeah as long as it helps even one young person it's all worth it I think what you're doing is amazing and even just your Instagram has so many very helpful graphics for me like I know my anxiety goes um it really takes in when I'm like trying to sleep like I cannot sleep for so long and then you had a really nice infographic on like anxiety and sleeping and like I thought that was like very relevant for me and I think that you do do so much that's very relatable for our generation which is really unique for other mental health organizations um so really huge props to you for it um thanks (laughs) Um, but yeah, so today's discussion is um, Bollywood and mental health. I think about a year after the death of Sushant Singh Rajput, which is like kind of crazy because that was, I think, the biggest thing with mental health in Bollywood and like news, right? Yeah, I mean, it just came as a shock. And I mean, like, it's obviously just really upsetting because I don't know, there's like different theories, maybe he was murdered, maybe he committed suicide, but either way, the conversation of mental health still stays relevant, Um, and you know, like, when you watch his films, during the period of time he was dealing with mental health issues, you would never kind of guess that he was struggling, which I think is, is crazy, but yeah, it's just, it's horrible, he's just such a, like, talented young person, and I think that just goes to show that firstly there's so many things people are suffering behind closed doors and we don't know about um but also that especially in like south asian culture we are you know harming people by not talking about it and kind of brushing it under the carpet what was being said in the news was uh, oh people are making this claim that it was not suicide it was murder because there's a stigma for mental health but I definitely think there's still a gray area with that because it was just like all the facts I used to track them like so hard Me too. <laughs> it's like no this doesn't I don't know this does not have like I'd have I'd jump on a call with a friend and we'd be like really analyzing the hell out of that case in the apartment and like whatever so like mm-hmm. it's definitely very complicated but um you're right like there there is like a movie he even came out in and forgive me for, for my really thick accent but chichore and like yeah it, it's literally like 
the message is like very mental health based and it's like you know don't give up um there's a nice song that's in the movie which is like don't worry about anything and it's just Mm -hmm. it's definitely very shocking um but I think that movie was great in terms of the message it sent yeah I mean even if we I'm sure you like know Gia Khan she came in houseful she also committed suicide yeah Yeah, I don't obviously like they had like conspiracy theories about like I don't know Suresh Pancholi or whatever that kind of drama but like it's not the first like Shashant was not the first person we'd heard of in the industry Mm -hmm. and I'm pretty sure there's like some older um Bollywood actress who probably did it before the 2000s but I don't know what her name is it's all very confusing but I think other actors that like also really brought mental health to the forefront like Deepika Padukone who had Mm -hmm. a whole organization um and has been really vocal about her mental health um I think that's a really good example and bar to set um in a way like when you start having these conversations that really makes a difference and then another prominent person is um Alia but like her sister has a whole book on how she started I believe depression and I think that uh, is also really great so we at least I see more discourse happening but again it's not like enough like there's always there always can be more Mm -hmm. um but I think it's like it's a good start (laughs) yeah I mean I feel like realistically like we're all guilty of it us Indians we love drama we love like stories spiced up and I think you know in these cases it was obviously we don't know the truth but it just kind of felt like mental health was too I don't know it wasn't good enough to kind of just accept that it was mental health it was people wanted to kind of draw the dots together and bring this whole like dramatic plot behind it but you know it is as simple as regardless of the events that led to it it was mental health related um and I mean like you said like it is really good that definitely talking up about it now but it's such like an ingrained um culture that is going to take a lot of time and a lot of effort to kind of have that cultural shift right yeah yeah there is definitely that's really true and I think a lot of it comes with denial like not realizing Mm -hmm. the severity of like what what poor mental health can do because I think especially with the Sushant case like we saw his like ex was like no he was such a strong person um Mm -hmm. which is very like random right because I'm sure that was like it was years since they met yeah I mean like um we've had this discussion before but when we look at kind of how mental health has been talked about and portrayed in kind of older Bollywood movies. Um, my favourite example is still Dead and Arm. <laughs> Anyone who's seen Dead and Arm, the way they portray, you know, a brain injury, the way they portray a, a like a, a mental mental health hospital, it is appalling. Oh. Um, and I think it's really disrespectful, like, I know someone who's had a brain injury and I'm sure if I was to show them the way Salman Khan is portrayed in that movie, they would be really kind of felt disrespected. Um, And obviously, I guess that comes from part of that. It's a film, it's fiction. They want it to be a certain way, which is fair enough. But when we grow up watching all of this stuff, it it plays a part of our education. And that is something which I think is way more important than you know, the amount of money a a film makes or the kind of ratings it gets. 
that's yeah i i still haven't seen the movie but i <laughs> in general bollywood that's a huge thing with any sort of illness like like portrays like some heart disease in the most mm-hmm. dramatic way possible um I cried with that movie but still I think it really like there is such a huge responsibility when it comes to these movies especially this film industry because the impact and the influence that it has is very very powerful compared to others like I think it and I can go on and on about this and like on a whole other tangent, but like it's crazy. Like even with the treatment of women in movies, um, yeah. like things are so sexist in Bollywood sometimes that, but but people don't realize that it could actually it makes a huge difference on mentality of people because if movies normalize something, movies make things look cool, then like people actually follow them like even though like even subconsciously follow them and so with the discussion of like illness and mental health and just general like life perspectives like makes a huge huge difference so I think there is a huge responsibility there for Bollywood but at the same time like it's very profit driven um Mm -hmm. like directors actors they all have their own like gangs and then they all like and I again with that Sashan case like that's really what people kept talking about and like all of that um all the clicks and all that stuff but um yeah it's it's hard because it is very profit driven and like it's hard to break out of that but we really see that that makes a huge difference and like who watches certain movies especially Salman Khan once like he gets hella mm-hmm. cool to show like to watch his movies and they're honestly all the same like it's just <laughs> like fighting people like always hires almost the same actress every time like it's just like wow yeah no um I just kind of found some quite interesting stuff Bollywood normalizes stalking so much like there's so many toxic behaviors which are like normalized like um you know there's a list of like wanted Bisharam Fanar all of these films like there is always a stalker and the thing is it's really weird because then it's like the girl just always wants to get with the stalker it's not even just normalized it's romanticized it's like you someone's not you do not want that um because they romanticize it so much like and because it's such a toxic behavior I think in India, like, we kind of see that. And actually, now that you brought up stalking, there was a case in, like, Australia, and I always bring this up, but um, there was this guy who was stalking this, like, Australian lady. He was an Indian guy. Um, and then she, like, sued him. And then he went to court saying, like, Bollywood um, taught me these behaviors. And that worked. Like, they they were like, okay, fine. And they were like, yeah, it's because of Bollywood. This is, like, legal proceedings in Australia. I was a couple years back too. So I thought that was crazy. And that really just goes to show the influence of Bollywood. Yeah, I mean, there's so many things that are like romanticized and like glorified, like um, stalking behavior, just really toxic behavior. Like one, I absolutely love Kabir Singh, the film. But at the same time, I know that it is just messed up. Um, And it's just like, even in this day and age, like, I know a lot of people in our generation recognize that it's a toxic movie. But then it makes me think, like, for example, like Shah Zubur, when he was reading the script, was he not thinking, like, this is kind of behavior I wouldn't want to portray and, like, reinforce? 
I haven't seen the full movie, but every time it plays on like my TV downstairs, I like watch the scene and like, oh, like how how do people watch this? Like this relationship is so toxic. Like totally so like slaps her and then he's she slaps him. Like that was wacky. But I think for that movie, what really got me was so they show this right and the people who produce the movie is T-Series. And then T-Series also produces the movie Thupper, which is anti, like, that. Like, yeah. I, it's just, like, crazy. And that's what I meant by profit-driven because it's, like, you, you, you're you the same producer is dropping mm-hmm. both these movies with very different messages. Um, and But, like, they know that, like, different masses will appeal to different messages and different Mm -hmm. movies um and so that just really just was like kind of like had a lot of cognitive dissonance in my mind Mm -hmm. but like there's that and then also um and who watches what movie right like for Kabir Mm -hmm. saying the opening night got way I think it was like 10 times more the amount Thupper got which is like a lot like way more people went to watch that movie than they did for another movie which had a much better message um Mm -hmm. if you may so yeah it's also interesting to see what appeals to the masses compared to what doesn't so it's not even just a Bollywood problem but also like the people like what do they want to watch um yeah I I haven't watched the full Kabir Singh movie I was just a little the music's good I'll give you Mm -hmm. you that (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I th- but the thing is, I feel like it is for the industry to kind of lead that change because how can we have, like, famous um people in the Bollywood industry talk out about things like sexual harassment, sexual assault, um, you know, colorism, nepotism, things like that when all of these concepts are still being, like, fictionally portrayed. Right. Um, and, like, I mean, as an audience, we are gullible. Um you know, there are guys in India which roam the streets catcalling girls' names because they've seen it in a film before. Mm. Um, so, you know, how are we... I mean, I feel like they have the responsibility because it's not just, you know, adults watching these films. You grow up literally from a very young age watching these things. Um, and it does come down to the question of, you know, who has that moral responsibility? And I think anyone who's representing something on TV, whether that be in a movie or a drama or a series, um, they are the people with the responsibility. And I think, you know, when they're reading scripts, these this is something that they should have in mind before they go ahead and sign a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it also really depends on the person signing on the movie too. Like, right, like you mentioned, shy people are probably reading the script and not making that. I think what came into his mind was this is a remake of a popular Telugu film. Um, mm-hmm. And so like money, right? Like, or fame, yeah. like I'll be, I'll succeed at this. I can do this movie, whatever. Um, and then for those who's like Thapsi Banu, for example, signed on to Thupper, she signed on to, she signed on to, like Nam Shivana, like all of these are very mm-hmm. like very progressive films. Like they show women in a very like cool way. Um, mm-hmm. 
And so, like, you can see, like, she chooses those movies, and then we get Shaith for choosing, like, those movies. Not thinking mm-hmm. that Shaith for Chubby Mets, like, always going to be my favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have a lot of respect for Akshay Kumar because he is, like, completely kind of ditched the typical um, storylines, like, with Padman, with Toyla. He's really kind of used his fame in a positive way because he knows that the film's going to make a lot of profit because it's him who's starring in it. Um, but there is that, you know, message around it. And I mean, like, I feel like more people should follow his footsteps. Um, okay, so I actually have a very different opinion about him. I think he's... he he's Those, those films are great and all, right? But, like, mm-hmm. when he comes out in movies like Houseful, the Houseful series... Yeah. Where- horribly sexist right like there's like a lot of lines and jokes that like center around rape which is like very serious but some so some reporter asked him about this too like what like your comedies are sexist like what what are you gonna do about that and he was like no people just get a laugh out of it like it's just a laugh like chill um and this was an interview and I was like kind of shocked hearing that and then also um, with Akshay Kumar, I think he's very uh, political and fake in a sense. And this like really just has to go with like the recent farmers protests in India mm-hmm. and with like the government. Um, but things that he's done and like movies that he's been in also are very like much a portrayal of that. And like he really profits off of Punjabi culture with like Singh is mm-hmm. King and that sequel and then Gay and like bunch of other movies but then especially with the farmers protest like you really see it there like it doesn't really like you can't profit off of culture and then not support them later on like I just I have a lot of criticism for him but no I mean when you mention it like that then it changes that entire thing I mean I do feel like he is someone who wants to go with the crowd in the sense that whatever floats with the audience then that's good and I mean, like, even though, like, Toilet and Padman are, the, the message behind them are good, it does kind of feel like he's, like, romanticizing himself <laughs> in the fact that he's leading those films. Yeah. Also, in Toilet, like, I was thinking of that example when you talked about stalking. Like, he gets the girl with some major stalking. You're <laughs> 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 following her to college. Like, he climbs up a pole to take a video of her. Like, I was, I remember watching them in the theater, like, what the actual, like, I, what is happening? Yeah, but, like, the thing is, is, like, I don't know if you've ever been to, like, a cinema in India. Mm-hmm. Um, When I'm in India, we live in Chandigarh. So it's yeah. still, like, yeah. <laughs> We're talking about the same, same theater. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we always go to this one in Mahali. Um, and, um, yeah, I remember we went to watch Kick the Salman Khan film kick and it's like that was the first time and it was like when we sat my like uncle and cousin sat us so they were on the end because they're male and us females are like in the middle and I was like oh like it's just like you know a cinema and I didn't realize that everything that happens people are like screaming shouting whistling um and the behavior is like when it's like a guy kind of chasing after a girl and it's it's just disgusting in my opinion that like people are basically getting encouraged to act like that 
<laughs> I went to watch Ortha Punjab, which is very not like there was nothing to whistle for in most of the movies. Mm. Yeah, no, I mean, I definitely do think it's like the personality of the person in the film as well. Because like Amir Khan is known for like his, you know, what he did with Sabdamir Vijayad there, like the TV show, the amount of issues he picked up and stuff. Mm. I feel like we we do like respect him a lot more like as a person um but like when for example like a Salman Khan film comes out you just know it's going to be like fighting romance like just that really standard thing and I think the difference is is that in India those films are still very popular because there is still an audience that really loves that type of stuff Mm -hmm. but I think I don't know I've seen this like shift in Bollywood in the sense of the types of films it makes now and like obviously there are these films that are focused on kind of social moral issues but then there are still the kind of typical um types of ones but it's weird because it's like I've sometimes never heard of some of the like really stereotypical ones that the brand new ones which have come out and I don't know if it's just because people in the west like us living abroad we just aren't interested in that anymore that's a really interesting point and I think that is probably the case um the way I consume Bollywood is like usually through my YouTube feed like what trailers are out Mm -hmm. staring in a movie if it's not that then there's like this one YouTube channel that like I highly highly recommend um and like he it's called tried and refused productions um and he like really like criticizes movies and like also compliments them but I really like the critiques from there um and so there's that but I think um it it really depends on where you're consuming your Bollywood news from so if I were in India like I remember in India itself like I'm watching tv all the time and on tv you'll see all these trailers then you know Mm -hmm. that like you know movies are coming out but in the US like I'm not watching tv I'm not watching Indian tv at least yeah I mean like I feel like even the films which do kind of touch upon mental health nothing is explicit it's all very implicit within the storyline so like yeah heroin um Garina Gabor's got bipolar disorder like there's there's nothing which like explicitly says it it's like okay this person is acting like this but it's when you google it and you like read the plot is when it's like cleared up and like even that is the main part like I remember my dad we were having this conversation like a few weeks ago and he was like oh um whatever the boy has in that is the main part I'm like I think he has dyslexia yeah and my dad's like they never explicitly say it he just has learning difficulties oh yeah yeah I'm pretty sure like I learned about dyslexia because of that movie um that was a really good movie I think yeah I I, I liked that one the way they portrayed it because they really showed like the angst of the parents um and Mm -hmm. and like the denial part of it um but then I think another movie, Deers in the E. Um, Deers in the E, yeah. Um, and then for that, like, they didn't really um, give her anything, like, diagnose. They didn't diagnose her. Not, I haven't watched the movie in a while, but I don't think she's, like, diagnosed, like, depression or anything like that. She just no. went to therapy, um, which was also, I don't know. I found that a little bit, like, confusing in a sense because I just, like, it just seemed like, oh, she had a breakup and, like, oh, here, like, which is, I guess, also a normal thing to do, I guess. Like, you could go to therapy for that. But, um, yeah, that one wasn't very explicit either. Um, yeah, I think there's so many films which have, like, scenes of people having gone therapy, which is great. But I feel like, you know, 
it's a big step and I feel like there's smaller steps before that that need to be taken like kind of because like we're fortunate enough to know what therapy is but like let's be real in India therapy is not a normalized word a normalized concept right so like for example two states at the start of two states he's like narrating the story in a therapy session um and I mean it, it I feel like if I wasn't if I wasn't exposed to like social media and like western education I would be like he's just talking to someone and reciting a story but in reality he's going to therapy I totally forgot about that too so that's yeah 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 it's like you know it's great that they're showing it it's really great but I feel like dots need to be connected for the audience to actually fully kind of for it to actually be kind of normalized a bit more right did you watch the Masha? yeah yeah, what were your thoughts for that movie? I mean, I feel like it's really difficult because I've seen these films, but when you're watching the film, you just watch it for the story. Right. But then when you like reflect back on it and you think about, okay, how does it portray mental health? It's really hard to kind of, I think I'd have to like rewatch it with the intent of like analysing what it's like in terms of mental health kind of awareness. But I don't know, I feel like, there's no one movie which just like the story is surrounded around mental health like for all these movies mental health plays a small component in the the person who is a part of the story but there's nothing that really kind of touches deep upon mental health right yeah yeah there's definitely a need for a movie that does that and I hope that they come up with something soon gets people talking like a good mainstream film I think there are a lot Mm -hmm. of non-mainstream ones which like don't get a lot of audience or like the audience are it's very niche so Mm -hmm. not a lot of discourse around the film like on a more general level so I think that like there, there there is a need for a movie that's more mainstream that talks about like depression anxiety something Mm -hmm. I I think that's really important yeah I mean I do definitely feel like it needs to be led by the most popular kind of people in Bollywood and that's not like oh that they're better or anything it's just they can target the the greatest audience um but you know it's still kind of the the use of the word bargain like bacha song bargain like and it's just like, you know, we, they throw around the word bargain or like bargain khana. And it's like, because um, obviously, I guess the closest translation is like crazy in English. But like the way they use it is like, oh, it's something in your head, like you're just crazy. Um, and I guess then, you know, it's just kind of like a connotation to mental health, you know, then you're just bargain. Um and I mean, it's just so unhealthy the way the word is just thrown around. There's that. And then also, I think Gangna had some movie. It was like mental, mental, something with the word mental. Deepika mm-hmm. on Twitter was like, this is not okay. Like, you should not have that in your title. And then they changed it a little bit. Uh, like, it didn't have the word. Um, So, like, some people are getting called out in a sense. And, like, mm-hmm. There's, a, a, I think, a lot more regulation now, which is great. Um, but there's definitely need. There's a need. It was with songs, especially. Like, you're right. Psycho Sunny is another one. 
That's the one I was thinking of. Well, there was a song that was very much like, it was like something about Beyonce and like colorism basically. Cause the song was like, mm-hmm. um, Beyonce, Shirma Jayagi, like she's, cause like the girl in the song's hella white, whatever. Yeah. Which was messed up. And the audiences were like, no, like that's messed up. And then they changed the whole song. And I think that goes a long way too. So as people um, who consume these films, we can be more cognizant about these things. And we can probably like keep on petitioning, keep on raising our voices if something is not very okay. It's all good that like they can be held accountable definitely through like social media. Yeah, as consumers, we still have normalized so much. Like we sit there and we laugh. Like, Like you said, houseful, the amount of like, jokes jokes and inverted commas um which are sensitive as consumers we don't even realize um like we're talking about this now and things are popping up in our heads but I'm sure the first time we watched this stuff we were like laughing like enjoying it um and it's like in a way we're all guilty of it but like what can we do on a kind of individual level other than be aware and kind of speak out but like stay away from those kind of things. No, you're right. And I think also it's not just that I think being, for example, like hustle super sexist. Another example is like, um, I don't know if you saw Bjarka Panchnama and like yeah. like all those movies mm-hmm. are made by the same director. But like there there's like a monologue in one of those movies that went super viral and it was like women like suck like my girlfriend this like I don't know if you know which monologue I'm talking about Mm -hmm. but like very sexist but it went viral so it's also kind of like people don't realize how messed up these things are like you said like we'll, we'll watch them and not realize them because like it's like oh everyone around me is laughing so I guess it's okay Mm -hmm. like in a sense it's also the psychology that plays a role in it so and the people who do speak up about it I don't think their voices are heard enough like if you do a quick search on misogyny in Bollywood you'll get so much I spent like just hours like analyzed not hours I spent like two hours just going (laughs) articles um just because this was like a while ago um and like there's so much out there and these things are very valid um and but yet like not everyone's reading them or if people are reading them no one's internalizing them or that's also not the case like not nothing's really changed I think especially like definitely things have changed in terms of how much how progressive movies are being but then we still see movies that are coming out like like those are very like new still like so we see both. And then what I my point earlier was like more people want to watch Kabir Singh than Thupper. Like that's always like looks like it's always gonna be the case with like mm-hmm. movies that do things right with movies that do portray women correctly. You'll see more people showing up to the movies that don't because those are mm-hmm. more entertaining. Those are what people are the standard people are used to, like Saman Khan movies, like they'll use women as like a prop or just like a pretty thing, like just to dance. On, on a few songs right mm-hmm. and like that's what appeals to them so that's what people will watch and like that's just really sad to watch I think from my perspective and I think it really does change with the audiences and like who goes to watch whatever movie who goes to support what movie but it might take a while before we see like actual change with like what popular mainstream movies mm-hmm. are and how they portray women and how they portray mental health and other like very important progressive issues yeah I mean I feel like it's not even one so how mental health is portrayed is like one subsection 
but the impact of just Bollywood in general on people's mental health, like for me, it's been body image. Mm. Um, you know, there's always a casting of the stereotypical, which I get we see in Western films as well. Um, but you know, I've always felt like growing up, Western films didn't have characters which represented me my race my skin color um but then Bollywood has that and then I'm seeing all these like um women who are basically you know small waist fat stomach um yeah. and I, I think it's Gobi Kushi Gobi Gum Ritik Roshan the boy who plays him when he's younger is like really chubby and then all of a sudden he just has this glow up to like abs and everything yeah that pulls my mind still yeah. and it's like beyond me and it's like and then it's like if they do have anyone who is like plus size or anything, it's to kind of make an issue out of that. Like it's always kind of in a negative way. Um, yeah. And then it's even just like songs like um, "Luck Twenty Eight Kuri Da Forty Seven Weight." Like, who the hell weighs forty seven pounds? I didn't. You know, being in the US, like I don't know what that means. Like we use a different uh system right so i ch- i googled like what is 47 kg of and i was like what that like i was looking i was yeah. looking with my brother i like the song is so catchy like <laughs> but, <and laughs> I was saying, I'm like who is that like you're right um there's so many like with body image I, that's a huge thing even the one there was one movie which tried to combat like colorism right with Ayushman Karana I was mm-hmm. like Bala right but the lady they got uses black or brown face I guess like like mm-hmm. that was like what like hire someone who's actually that skin tone like what's wrong with y'all and like also it just it just doesn't it just didn't sit right with me the way they did that but um yeah like like you said like it's definitely like beauty standards like tall skinny whatever Mm -hmm. um and then it's 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 definitely like there's a lot of body shaming that happens in Bollywood with like because she could be gum I think was a good example because like of the glow up but even and but even when he is like chubby like they'll make a lot of jokes or call him laddu yeah um, all of that which is like sad and then you see that even with I think modern movies as well will still have like a some sort of form of like body image like that so there's a lot of songs about colorism like this Jitya Kalanya that's an about yeah. me that's about having white skin tones um there's yeah there's a lot I could probably go off about a list even like songs will really portray it right because we'll be mm-hmm. singing these songs like the Badsha Bagohe song the um this Diljeet, Luck 28, like they're also catchy. And because we're mm-hmm. singing these things, we don't realize what narrative we're kind of pushing forward when we we're like making these songs go viral. Um, mm-hmm. But I will give a shout out. Like, there is like a Yo Yo Honey Sing song called Brown Runk. I don't think you heard that. Yeah. One. <laughs> Not that one's good. It talks about beauty of brown skin. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, it's. um that reminds me of two things. First thing is the fact that anyone they get in a film who they want to portray as with a darker skin tone, they just do like brown face. Like it is so like Punjabi films, like you said, are a completely different issue. Um, 
there's there's this film called um gala sharkala it's a punjabi film and you know my parents are like watching it hysterical i'm like what the hell this is so racist and so disrespectful like i don't even know how like no one's picked up on this and like made it a, a like an internet issue because like i'm like what the hell like films like this shouldn't even be like allowed and my parents are like laughing i'm like why are you laughing <laughs> like it's beyond me the fact that it wasn't even like an old old film um but also just the fact that like so we hear songs like brown wrong we hear songs about like um like uh thisy girls with like um a suit on like a lenga sari whatever but then in in music videos and stuff the girls in the background are all white they're never they're never like indian like if you see like it's just so weird because it's like even when you watch like award shows like the Indian ones it's like all the dancers are just like white <laughs> white and then it's like what <laughs> okay I think the funniest one is in Kabi Kashi Kabi Gum the beginning songs Shava Shava right they're in Delhi why are there like <laughs> white ladies all dressed up and like, like where in India are you gonna get yeah it's like there's these very small efforts that are visible on like trying to kind of promote positive things you know kind of keep up with what us young people like want to see yeah but they're just they're all supported like just surrounded by really problematic things um so it's just like I don't feel like the entire kind of issue and the entire picture is really properly understood I feel like for the people who are making these films profiting for them they might come across like something they've come across on maybe twitter or like a movement or something in the west and be like okay we're going to kind of portray this in a positive light in our film mm-hmm. but they don't see the entire picture of you know what actually are they really teaching people when you're watching these things and consuming it like we all are just kind of be aware and have it in the back of your mind um you don't have to like stop watching it like I'm not gonna stop watching it but it's just about that awareness yeah yeah well to end this um podcast we like to do this rapid fire which may or may not have been inspired by Karin Johar's Coffee with Karin show with Karin. <laughs> I'm gonna ask you a couple of questions that are rapid fire so you're gonna have to answer them like they're gonna be Bollywood themed which makes us even more okay. fun we usually have to change it up to make it like health themed right but um this is the first and only, probably only time. <laughs> if you woke up in bed as Ranveer Kapoor one day, what would be the first thing you would do? Donate money. <laughs> if you woke up one morning and found out you turned into Rocky Saban, what would you do? Um, I would really sort out my social media content. <laughs> some scary stuff out there if you were a product what would be your tagline brown and beautiful (laughs) (laughs) who are two indian male actors you'd want to see in the swimsuit round of a beauty pageant um ranveer singh and siddharth malhotra siddharth malhotra i used to be a huge fan Um, (laughs) (laughs) if you were stuck in an elevator with anushka sharma deepika padukone and katrina kath what would you do what would i do I'd ask them about all their relationships, which I've heard of in the news. I so I was reading that one off of Ranveer Singh's, and he even said I'd gossip about Ranveer Kapoor because all of them did. Yeah. <laughs> or Rani Mukherjee or Karina Kapoor. Karina Kapoor. 
Okay, I'm gonna list out five actresses, rate them based off of their acting capabilities. Deepika, Katrina, Karina, Disha, um, and Topsy. Oh my god, this is difficult. Okay, I'll go from best to, to worst. Topsy, um, Karina, Deepika, Disha, Katrina. For actors, I'll give you five. Varun Dhawan, Sarah Malhotra, Tiger Shroff, Shahid Kapoor, and his brother, uh, his half-brother, is Sean. Oh, um, best to us, Shahid Kapoor. Um, this might be biased to that, Malhotra, Varun, Tiger, and Sean. What's the first actor or actress that comes to your mind when I say the following animal names? Puppy. Oh. Ranveer Singh. Oh, okay, okay. Um, I think Salman Khan said Ranveer Kapoor. So that's funny. interesting. Um, shark. Shark. Oh, shark. Karina Kapoor. No idea why. But she looks like a feisty one. <laughs> well, that's it for the rapid fire. Here is a fake hamper that I'm giving to you. Thanks. No, that was fun. That was fun. I love <laughs> <laughs> that was um but thank you so much for being on our podcast um and if you haven't checked out championing youth minds go check it out um amazing work that they're doing Your instagram page has great infographics as well um and they also have a podcast so uh go listen to that after this <laughs> um, thank you um and if you haven't checked out the brown woman health instagram page make sure to go follow that as well so you can stay up to date with our content and anything that corresponds with this podcast episode as well um, but thank you for tuning in to our podcast today and next we hope to see you next time